Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Julie Menden all about speaking and what that looks like as a mom being in the speaking space as well. So an amazing conversation we are going to have today. And without further ado, I would love to welcome Julie into the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and have this conversation with you. I am super excited for it too, but before we dive in, can you tell our listeners more about yourself, who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So I am an executive leadership and high performance coach and a speaking and business mentor. So essentially what I do is I help people in all facets of communication, either if they want to become a more confident communicator and use their voice at work and speak up in the workplace or those who are more of that entrepreneurial mindset and they want to use more speaking to grow their business and actually become paid speakers. I love it because I think as business owners, sometimes we forget that speaking is not just being on stage, giving these giant keynote speeches. It can also be, yes, being able to communicate as a leader within the workplace as the owner of your business to your team, it really is a foundational aspect of all businesses. That's so true. I think that's one of the things, honestly, that I talk to people about the most when I'm networking with them or I'm sharing more about what I do is it is not just, you know, there are a lot of people that I work with want to be on those stages and they want to be the keynote speaker, but there's also a lot of other facets. Like you don't have to be the keynote speaker. You also could be doing more um, trainings or workshops or small group things or retreats. But then just like what you said, besides just that formal public speaking, it's how are we owning our voice as leaders and as women and really making sure that we're sure in who we are and and what we have to offer and that we have something unique to offer to people and using your voice then shows up in all facets of your life right when you're speaking up with friends and family when you're speaking up on social media to promote your business when you're networking with people it's how can you really have this clear and like this conviction behind your message ah that's so good and owning our voice i love that i mean that right there that's where you take your power back when you know your voice and you can use it to communicate effectively. That's where you can create those changes, inspire, educate. That's where the change starts. Mm-hmm. So. It is interesting. I just I just did a post um, on LinkedIn recently around the difference between what I see between you know being an effective communicator and owning your voice. Obviously, if you're owning your voice, we want you to be an effective communicator. But what I see is the difference is owning your voice is just something deeper, right? It's that you have this, you're sure of who you are and you're confident in yourself and you have this this message to share. And even if you are plopped into a different environment or a different situation, you still can own and use your voice because you're so confident in that you can figure it out. You don't have to have all the answers, but that you can communicate what you want and who you are. And I think that that's a really powerful skill that a lot of us, sort of got stripped away from us as we grew up and you felt like you were silenced or you felt like you 
you know, we're shamed for saying something or, and I think we're all hopefully coming back to realize like, hey, no, I do have something to say and it's okay for me to say it and I want people to hear it. Oh, that's so good because yes, it, it, I do feel like it has been stripped away so often, you know, from childhood on, we're taught that we have to act and behave a certain way. Certain things are appropriate, not appropriate. But once you do the inner work, it really opens so many doors. And speaking is something that as a business owner can really open a lot of different opportunities. So mm-hmm. how has speaking helped you to grow as a business owner? Yeah, it it is. Obviously, I'm <laughs> I'm biased, but I think, you know, getting to be a better speaker and finding more intentionally seeking out more opportunities that you can do speaking is can just absolutely not only accelerate your business, but accelerate your own confidence in yourself and your business. And so I've always found myself doing some form of speaking, like even back from when I was a kid, I always say I, I was the person when there was like the group projects and someone needed to present it to the class that I was like, me, I want to do it. Like, just something I've always wanted to do. And a little bit of my background as I worked in corporate, I worked in leadership development, training and development. And so I was actually going and facilitating and and doing sessions for teams and for leaders. Um, And I was on stage welcoming in a couple hundred interns. So I've always found myself in that space. So when I started my own business as a coach and as a speaker, then I knew that that was going to be a really big pillar of what I did. And I wanted to have sort of these different pillars of my business. And so I really just jumped right into doing speaking. And for me, it started as leadership workshops. So working with companies and facilitating um, leadership workshops on a variety of topics. And then it's kind of evolved into I do leadership trainings. I also do keynote speaking. I do workshops at conferences. And it just has opened up so many opportunities, not only connections, but visibility to my business. It builds credibility. And it's a huge revenue opportunity, but then also just a lead gen opportunity because you're getting in front of, you know, small to large groups of people of ideal clients usually. And then it opens up the doors for people to, hey, I want to work with you in your business. Like, what does that look like? Or, hey, we're looking for a speaker. And it just creates this ripple effect. So I think, especially in the day and age where some people are getting overwhelmed by social media, we get back to in in person and you're doing these speaking events. It just builds no like and trust with people so quickly that I find it also even shortens that sales process in your business. Oh, I could not agree more. And yeah, the visibility plus credibility. Yeah, that's lead generation right there. And you're collapsing time in a way that you're not having to spend tons of time on social media. I mean, how often I know I've been at events and I I listen to a speaker and I'm like, I I love what this woman is saying. I love what the speaker is saying. I need them in my world. So, you know, you go, you follow, you tell your friends, I have them on the podcast, different things. And then that's exposing you to those new audiences as well. And it's like you said, you described it perfectly. It's that ripple effect that happens. Now, for so many of our listeners that are thinking, okay, this sounds great, but I am scared to death (laughs) of speaking. Can this be a skill that can be learned and fostered? Yes, yes. I want to shake everybody and tell you, yes, it can be. Like, Are some people born with more of this innate maybe ability or desire to do it? Yes, I think so. But I also think that 
if you have a desire to do it, that maybe those people just fostered more of that and spent more, like for me, I put myself in positions and situations to speak in front of groups because I loved it. And so I had more practice. And so I think sometimes people look and they go, well, you're so far along, like, how do I get there? It is a learned skill. And the only way we're going to get better is if we practice and if you put yourself in those environments. And so whenever I'm working with people on this, you know, we always talk, we don't have to just throw you in front of a room of people right off the bat. Like there's things that there's building blocks that we can do. So if you're somebody who, you know, doesn't want to show your face on video or things like that, like maybe we start there and we build that up. Maybe we practice a little bit. Maybe you start with, you know, doing a virtual um, event where you're speaking to a group, like you can build those skills up. And if if you follow some of the big name speakers on big stages, a lot of them will even talk about their fear of public speaking. I mean, it's still one of the top fears, right? So you're not alone if that's you. And they just practiced it and they just did it more and you can absolutely do the same. Oh my gosh, so good. I love how you say that, you know, it takes practice. It's just like when we're, you know, a kid learning how to walk. It's not like, you know, you stand up one day and just start going. No, it starts messy. It's, you have to practice and build that skill because we all start as beginners. So for someone, you know, to compare themselves with someone that is doing this as a professional speaker for a living, that's not a fair comparison. We all start as beginners. And I love how you're talking that, yes, we can learn this skill. It's just like anything else. It takes practice. That right there is beautiful. And yeah, there are a lot of of big speakers out there that are terrified of public speaking, but it's doing the darn thing because you have value to share. It is your responsibility to share it with the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I say that to people all the time is like, if I could shake people and tell them like, first of all, I always say like, you are so capable. And then also it's that you have, because I think sometimes people get in their own head around maybe not being a good speaker. Or another thing I hear a lot of people say is, you know, maybe I don't have a story. Like, I don't think my story is that powerful to share. Like, I think sometimes we compare ourselves to the people who have had some traumatic thing happen or who have this billion dollar business. And they're like, well, I'm not that person. What would I say in front of people? And it's like, people need to hear what you have to say. Right? And like, people are just sitting there waiting to hear what you have to say and people are waiting for you to share your story and your gifts and your message and like you said it's like your responsibility it's part of your wherever you're at right now somebody can relate to it and you can help them with that and so start there don't start by trying to be something you're not oh i love that yes just being authentically you that's what draws people to you now shifting gears a little bit something that I think every mom as a business owner has dealt with is mom guilt, whether that's, you know, traveling for a conference or a speaking engagement or, you know, attending a meeting in the evenings or just all of the things. Mom guilt is a very real feeling that I think every single one of us has dealt with. How do you manage mom guilt in your life? Yeah, I mean, I definitely relate. I don't have the answers. For, I don't have the. I am no expert. Uh, I'm not a parenting coach for sure. But I think for me, the thing is, is I've always and a lot of, you know, the other moms, really ambitious moms that I connect with that are entrepreneurs or who are, you know, these leaders. I've just always really had this desire and this drive to work. 
And I think sometimes, depending on what environments you're in, you know, some people might make you feel bad or shame you for that, whether they do it intentionally or it's how you perceive it. So for me, what I always first have to remind and anchor into is that I'm a better mom when I'm working and that I'm a better mom when I am pursuing this, like this passion that I have and I'm helping people in the world. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I'm driven by this deeper mission that I'm here to use my skills to help other people be able to share their message. And so when I remember that, it helps to release some of that guilt for when I'm working late or when I'm traveling. You know, I think the travel thing, especially as a, you know, not just somebody who does some speaking, but as a professional speaker, that can definitely feel a little bit guilty, not only for my son, but then for my husband. And for me, I just always have to have an open conversation with the family and make sure everyone's on the same page, make sure everyone understands. And I try and my son is sick, so I try and explain to him now what I do and why it's important that I do it. And he thinks it's cool. And uh, he'll actually even so like I, I record videos, obviously, I do a lot of content, I do podcasts. And now I have seen him start to walk around the house with his little like recorder and his little camera that has a video and he starts talking into the video and like teaching people things. And I think that that's so cool. And to me, all of that helps to release the guilt. It doesn't mean it doesn't show up still, but it just helps to ease it a little bit. I love it. I love that he walks around doing that because we forget that our kids are always watching us. And I could not agree more. Like being a working mom, running my business, that makes me a better mom. Like I need that. I don't know. It's part of my why. And I really think being clear on your why, why are you doing this? Well, it's so I can show my kids that it's possible. It's so I can provide a better life for them. When you are open with that communication and you really know that why, bring them along for the ride. They get it. And what an amazing example we're being to our children. Hmm. And I think for me too, it's, as you were saying that another thing that popped up for me is, I mean, I worked in corporate, uh, the corporate life when I had my son and he went to, I was very fortunate. There was a daycare on site where I worked. I worked for a large fortune 500 company, but I also didn't have flexibility. And one of my top values is flexibility. And so when I had my son, and he was going to daycare, you know, and you're picking him up at the end of the day and you just get that little bit of time at the end of the day. And so for me, when I think about what I've been able to create as running my own business now for the last three years is, yes, I have times where I'm really busy and I've got multiple speaking gigs and sessions back to back and clients, but I also have a lot more flexibility and I take a lot more time off to be with him and I can go to his school in the middle of the day. And so for me, it's like that has created me being able to own my schedule and and, and really do it how I want to. Yes, owning your schedule, that's that's perfectly stated because for me, that's what I love the most. I love owning my schedule and having that flexibility. I mean, there were days when I was working in my nine to five where I would go in at seven in the morning. I wouldn't get home until after seven at night. So I would never see my kids. And, you know, at at first when I made that shift, there was definitely a decrease in income. It was, you went from that guaranteed paycheck each, you know, every other week to, okay, now it ebbs and flows. But to have that flexibility is amazing. And my kids notice it. 
You know, just the other day, my daughter was like, mom, I love how you can eat dinner with us every night. Mom, I love how you're there when we get on and off the bus. You know, just those little things. That's what they're going to remember. And I just, I went from being such a burnt out, stressed out, overwhelmed mom to now I can actually like hang out with my kids and see them because you know what? I can't buy this time back. Like literally time with our kids at the ages they're at, you cannot buy it back. So having the flexibility because I do my run my own business, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Running a business and being a mom, those are two of the hardest things I have ever done, but I would never, never trade them for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not easy by any means, right? Oh. But it's, you know, it's just like pick your heart. You've probably, even yes. people have probably heard that. Pick your heart. And I'm like, well, I'd rather pick the heart that has me building something for myself, has me impacting people in a large way, and has showing my son the value of that hard work and is the hard that allows me to yeah work really really hard but also have flexibility like that's the hard i choose yes yes and that's so important to remember because we do have a choice you know we have the choice to make a change and it's not always easy it's scary but when you really dive in and figure out what do you want your life to look like, you can create that. And there are resources out there to help you create it. So say you're, you're knowing that there's something on your heart that you are meant for, go after it, chase that dream. You know, if you dream of being on stages, get in people like Julie's world. She is there to teach you and empower you and give you the skills that you need because you can learn these skills just like anything else in this world. Julie, this was such an incredible conversation. How can we get into your world? Well, thank you so much. I love, I love, love, love having these conversations. So definitely anyone who is listening, I love to just even connect and hear your story. It's one of my most favorite things about connecting with people is just hearing their stories. So you can follow me on Instagram if you're on Instagram. So it's at julie.menden. If you're a LinkedIn fan, I'm over on LinkedIn as well. And I share lots and lots of content and resources, especially on Instagram when it comes to speaking, lots of speaking tips, things like that. And I also do have a um, free resource that we can drop in the show notes as well, which is your roadmap to becoming a paid speaker, where I actually lay out the steps to becoming a paid speaker. So I can share that with you as well. Amazing. So be sure to look at the show notes for all of those incredible resources. Julie, thank you again. Thank you so much. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 